0: Hey, y'all, it's Emily. It's Addison. And Lily. Welcome to Boldly Created. So it's just me and Lily today navigating. But we do have two very special guests, and I will let Lily introduce them.
1: Hey, guys. So today, we have two very special guests. We have Kendall and we have Abby. And they are in pre-SLT with me, so I will let them introduce themselves. I'm Kendall. I am 21. I'm an English ed major.
2: I'm Abby. I'm 20, and I'm an interior design major awesome. We're so
0: excited you guys are with us today. <laughs> and because we love technology so much, if it sounds like Abby's a little distant, we have no idea why. Technology <laughs> is not our friend, if you haven't noticed already. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is here in the room with us, so she is here, I promise y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so before we get started, we wanted to ask you the question that we ask all of our guests, and it is, what would you tell your BC self, your before Christ self?
2: I think for me, it would be stop chasing the approval of other people. Mm. And don't seek your worth in those people because their approval doesn't really matter you need to seek god's approval overall i love dude. that like my mouth is open
0: what are you doing dude that's so good
2: <laughs> seriously
3: like what did i say
0: <laughs> <laughs> you had god speaking through you that's uh, what, just happened. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what about you abby i would say kind of building off of that don't get so focused on trying to fit in mm-hmm. when you know that like if that's not where you need to be don't try to force yourself into a mold that you're not meant to be in
1: mm-hmm. i love
0: that gosh you guys <laughs> <good>. it. <laughs> you all doing great i'm excited for this podcast i know me too <laughs> all right so today we are going to talk about growth and i'm actually really excited to talk about growth with them um they mentioned earlier that they're part of pre-SLT. I'm gonna mention a little bit about what SLT is. It's student leadership team at Bridge Church. Bridge Church is always mentioned on this podcast because it is a church we attend here in Kolo'i. Um Basically in SLT, you just learn how to mature in your faith and read the Bible and how to disciple others among various other things. I have the privilege of being in SLT and they three have privilege of being in pre-SLT and I say three because Lily is in it with them yes. um do you guys want to talk a little bit about what you guys have learned so far what you guys do in pre-SLT
1: um, yeah, so we meet every Thursday, and we get to meet with Elizabeth and Donovan, which are our leaders, and they basically just pour into us, like, on Thursdays, every day of the week, they'll text us, like, we have a group chat, like, they're just, they're there when we need them, um, and even when we don't need them, they're just always there, um, so we all meet together, um, it's five boys, four girls, we have, like, roughly a group of nine, Ten, and um, we all just get to hang out. We are reading through Romans right now. We've learned um, here journals, which is just a way to dissect like passages of scripture, so they make more sense. So sometimes we get to eat. Abby always makes cookies or something oh, yeah. really, really good. Um, and yeah, we just get to hang out and talk about our week, and it's awesome. Mm, that's awesome.
0: I love S L T because it's a time of fellowship. Like we do the meal, and then we learn. We do pipeline. I'm sure you guys are doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And. It's just so cool to be able to do fellowship every week with the same people because you get to Mm -hmm. know them, you get to know their heart, you get to know what their struggles are. And I feel like when you find someone who has experience or experiencing something that you've been through, it makes it a lot easier to walk alongside someone that Mm -hmm. knows exactly how you're feeling. Because you can have friends and mentors or whoever all day long be like, oh, I understand what you're feeling. But like there's the difference between when someone understands how you're feeling and really has been through what you're feeling. Um, So just a little side note about why I love Mm SOT so much. Um, But to dive into growth, I was really trying to go based off of scripture. And one of the um, verses I found that I really liked was Hebrews 6, 1. And it says, Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity, not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in God. And I really liked this because I've, like, looked at this for a while, but I was kind of like, okay, I understand what it means, but what does it mean? And I looked online for some guidance, and it was saying that shallow faith opens up the risk for doubt, discouragement, and disobedience. And then it really made me think, like, when I read this verse, I think of, like, being in elementary school and, Mm -hmm. like, playing on the playground and just, Mm -hmm. like, reflecting on, like, okay... This is where I was then, and this is where I am now. So I kind of want to ask you guys, like, just compared to freshman year and versus now, like, where are you guys in your faith, and how have you seen changes being made?
2: Well, whenever I first came to Western, I didn't really have many godly friends, and that's something that like pre slt has actually helped me out with. Is I've been able to really gain more godly friends, and same with like the small groups through the bridge, I've been able to just like surround myself with people who are uplifting me instead of like bringing me down
0: that's awesome
2: i think the really cool thing for me at least
3: is i was when i came here freshman year i was coming out of a really dark place um and just being able to be surrounded by people who love the lord and just seeing what it's like to be around those people who love the lord they serve the lord everything they are is for the lord and i think Mm that's really powerful in and of itself because you're looking at them you're seeing how they're living and it's like wait i want to live like that yeah Mm -hmm. and so just getting involved in the church and getting involved in the bridge and small groups with the Mm pre-slt it's just kind of opened up so many doors to Mm -hmm. so that i can experience that myself i Mm -hmm. can try to live like the lord or live to please the Lord, rather. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Awesome. But um speaking of Hebrews 6, 1, is it? This mm-hmm. is Um, Yeah, whenever we were in small group last year, whenever our small group leader actually told somebody about us being on, like, the student leadership team, we were, like, a little, like, hesitant of it. Mm-hmm. And then we, like, actually read, like, that verse. Do you remember that? It wasn't
3: that verse. It was, we were reading through Hebrews at the time. That's kind of the book that we were going through. And we're reading through Hebrews 5, and it reads, um, For everyone who partakes only of milk is unacquainted with the word of righteousness, for he is an infant. But Uh. solid food is for the mature, who, because of practice, have their senses trained to distinguish between good and evil. Mm -hmm. So it's talking like, we are no longer infants. We can't just be here like, oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I go to church. Oh, yeah, I do these Christian things. Like, (laughs) that's fun. Mm -hmm. Like, we actually have to be um, intentional with what we're doing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You actually have to try, you have to be there, you have to want to do it and grow in yeah. your faith. So yeah, we're no longer sure. drinking milk, we're drink- mm-hmm. eating solid food.
2: And we need to like move on from those elementary teachings mm-hmm. and like... Yeah. other people. Yeah. You're right. And I
0: literally got chills because it's so crazy when, have you guys ever like, for instance, sat in a sermon and then it leads up something that you are doing on your own? Because mm-hmm. it yeah. literally just happens. I have one Peter two, two to three, and it says, like newborn babies, crave spiritual milk so that by you may, so by it, that you may grow up in your salvation now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. And it's literally like oh. such a great comparison because yeah. it's like talking about obviously like, you know, a child getting milk yeah. from his mom and seeing how good it is taste. And it's literally like, you see how good the Lord is. And then you're like, crave it. And you're like, I want it. And it's like when you're on fire for the mm-hmm. for God. Mm-hmm. Um, so that gave me literal chills. And I was like, oh my God, oh. That, that goes along so well with what I found. I love oh, that. Really. That's awesome. How do you think you guys have matured in your faith? Because I feel like growth and maturity go along hand in hand, but they are mm-hmm. very different. Because I, I was talking to some of my small group of girls today after church. They were talking about that Pastor Josh um, spoke on obedience. And he mm-hmm. said that God doesn't want you on weekends. He wants full custody of you. And I really love that because there's such a difference between talking the talk and walking the walk. Because so often there's us Christians, even me, even all of us, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. have said, oh, I'm a a Christian follower. I'm a Christian. But yeah, you probably are a Christian. But there's a very big difference between you actually are you living the way that God wants you to or are you speaking it and not actually doing it? Mm -hmm. Um, So have you guys seen more of that in your life where you're more so living it rather than simply only speaking it?
2: I've seen a lot of like maturity throughout this year in general, because I've just been able, I never really had like a good schedule for like reading the Bible or like mm-hmm. praying. And like I would only pray like every once in a while. But I've learned that like you have to talk to God daily mm-hmm. and you have to talk to God throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And you need to read the Bible and like learn what He's teaching you. And But I really had to learn like what I need to do in order to mature in my faith. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. um, For me,
3: at least. uh, um, I was very fortunate I was able to go to a Christian school growing up. Mm -hmm. So that kind of thing. And while I was there, it was more of just like learning, like, okay, I'm going to take all this information in. Like, yeah, I understand it. Cool. Whatever. And move on with my life. Mm -hmm. I didn't really act. On it, and then coming to the bridge, and then hearing what Pastor Josh is always like. No, no, no! Like you can't just go here. You can't just be like, oh tiki, I'm listening to a sermon. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually have to go out and again, like I said a little bit earlier, like be intentional about it and actually walk <laughs> and walk walk the walk instead of just talking to talk. <laughs> and so I feel like this year, especially getting the small groups, I wouldn't have even gotten into a small group if it wasn't for Kendall. Fun fact. <laughs> um, but just like getting into a small group and learning more about it and getting into the oh hit the mic oopsie I think we should keep that I'm actually going to keep that that's amazing (laughs) but like getting into the word and actually instead of just reading it at face value and just being like okay that's fun actually taking it studying it and trying to understand what it is God speaking to you Mm -hmm. because if you're not listening you're not going to do because if you're not listening you're not going to understand it you're just going to be like oh cool I'm reading a
0: book that's fun Mm -hmm. you're not actually going to do it Yeah. yeah I love that how you just said like reading it at face value because I feel mm. like so often all of us just tend to read things at face value and don't really dive in deeper because mm-hmm. we're like okay like this is cool like this is what it is mm-hmm. like for instance Hebrews one, i I've read that so many times before and it wasn't until like preparing for the podcast that I was like what does this actually mean mm-hmm. like what am I gaining from this rather mm-hmm. than just the face value so I really love how you
1: brought that up yeah it kind of reminds <laughs> me of when you I don't know. I was probably in like middle school, like when you had to read a chapter and then you'd have a quiz on it. And I would read from the top of the page to the bottom of the page and be like, I have no idea what just happened in this story. <laughs> like I couldn't even tell you. But like, honestly, something that we've learned in SLT is how to do like a here journal mm-hmm. and or there's another one. It was like OIA. Oh so, yeah, no. so, there's, no. so there's so many. There's so many
2: interpretation,
1: observation, apply. Yeah, o- yeah.
2: OIA. I- OIA. 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 Yeah, that one. <laughs> That's <No. it>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But-
1: They just really help you, like, understand, like, okay, what time period, what's going on, Mm -hmm. why was this written, who is this written to, and then it really just, like, sets in, and I can absorb it and be like, wow, like, this is so meaningful, and I had no idea what it meant before, so, like, those have really changed, like, the way I can read the Bible. Mm
3: -hmm. And kind of, like, building on that other thing that like having to do like these here journals and like oia stuff like that learning how to actually read the bible mm-hmm. it's getting into the historical context because yeah. if you take it you could twist the thing that i've seen a lot that i know i'm guilty of i'm oh whoopsie i <laughs> <laughs> love it i love it the things that i'm guilty of that i actually have to but i've been working on trying to get through it you know is um, you can read it and you can try to interpret it into whatever way you want, and you don't want to misinterpret it. So yeah. getting that historical context and knowing, like, okay, who is who is this speaking to? What are they trying to say to that group of people? Mm-hmm. That helps you, I feel like, get a better understanding of what actually the book is or the verse is saying, instead mm-hmm. of what you want it to say. Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing is, especially when you're growing in your faith, you don't want to twist it into something that makes your
0: mm-hmm. faith. Um, feel good to you. You don't want it Mm -hmm. to be something that you want. It needs to be what God wants for you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or even to like even go further to teach it to someone else if you're misinterpreting it. Mm Because I feel like especially with this podcast one of our biggest fears was false teaching. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to do because you can interpret it one way and it's not supposed to be interpreted that way. Mm -hmm. So it's really crucial to like not just have it be a check off your list of reading the bible it's really crucial to just like sit down and you know really dig in the word and if you don't know find those resources or find that person that can steer you in the right direction yeah Mm -hmm. I mean I think we really so often including me just really make it a to-do list rather than a get to and it's Mm -hmm. really really hard to separate the two Mm -hmm.
2: yes Yes. but yeah that's pretty cool about like the here journal and that they've like given us that like resource because Like that's really gonna help us whenever we do become leaders and Mm -hmm. like we hopefully. We learn the real meaning so that we don't use the false teaching. Mm-hmm. If I worded that. Correctly. No, you did. Yeah, yeah. Of I course. think because you learn a lot
0: more from being really plugged into your church. I think that's where mm-hmm. it really stems from because mm-hmm. being plugged into bridge has taught me so much, like how to read the Bible, how to have fellowship and then mm-hmm. how to evangelize and how to disciple. And those are things that I was never taught. Mm-hmm. I was never taught how to evangelize. Like that made me want to throw up when I thought about it
1: <laughs> and having Solarium
0: be like that kind of guiding us how to do it. You learn so much, not only about other people, but about yourself as well and your Mm -hmm. faith and like it's just insane how discipling others and evangelizing is so crucial to your growth in Christ because you learn so much along the way Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like I've learned from Bridge and most was that like you don't grow when you're not challenged. Mm -hmm. And I've definitely been challenged so many times in Bridge. And it's not fun to be challenged. It's scary. It's uncomfortable. It's all the things, but it's so needed to be able to grow because you're Mm -hmm. not growing in any aspect of your life if you're not challenged. Like you're challenged when you're going to high school. You're challenged when you're going to college. I mean, Mm -hmm. you're challenged in all these areas of your life and you grow the most in those areas of your life. So I feel like that's something that if you want to be challenged, like get plugged into your church Mm -hmm. because you're going to have fellowship. You're going to have community. You're going to have that accountability in your life that you need in order to grow in your faith
3: mm-hmm. and like again like you said it like if you aren't being challenged you aren't growing if you if you're comfortable all the time if you're like mm-hmm. oh yeah this is fine i'm happy with how this is going mm-hmm. nothing's gonna change you yeah. have to make yourself uncomfortable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like i know you're talking about solarium that's something that they mm-hmm. can bring up a, a lot <laughs> uh-huh. and i've never done that before it absolutely terrifies me because mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's easy at church to be like, or in a small group or whatever, you feel more comfortable talking about your faith. Mm-hmm. And that's my issue is I'm comfortable. Like, oh, small group, mm-hmm, that's good enough. Okay, yeah. key, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But going out into the community is something that I need to force myself to do. Cause they're talking about solarium. I need to act on it. That's something I have to work on yeah. mm-hmm. is, I think that's the next, ooh, fun fact, next step in growth. <laughs> 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 I don't even know if you could consider that it, but it's just no, like, that's can. the next, like I gotta get over myself. Mm-hmm. In order to grow. Yeah. Does that yeah. make
0: sense? No, it definitely uh, makes totally. sense. Totally. I mean, I thought I was going to throw up the first day I did it. Oh, Fun fact. That's me right I, like right? <laughs> yeah. Our, oh, it was rough. Mm-hmm, yeah. The leader over our SLT, Andrew, he was like, How do you feel? I'm like, Oh, I'm going to throw up. Like, it's definitely going to oh. happen. And he was like, It's okay. And we debriefed. We talked about it before. And then I was still nervous when we first went. Like, we got laughed at the first time we did too. I, and that was discouraging. But mm-hmm. when you sit down and you're actually able to, like, see the light in someone's eyes or just get to understand where they are in life, mm-hmm. it's such a, like, raw thing that you aren't able to see at any other point in time and it's Mm -hmm. just it's so rewarding Mm -hmm. it's so rewarding because even if you're talking to non-Christians they still they're kind of like why are you still here after they tell you why and it's like because we want to know because we want to show you God's love Mm -hmm. and even when you're talking to Christians who might have straight away they are just as nervous as you are, but you're making such an impact in their life mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you will never know. You're planting that mustard seed. You might never see that mustard seed grow, but it will. It'll be watered. It'll be maintained. But mm-hmm. by planting that mustard seed, that's where it has to begin. I love
2: uh, that the mustard seed analogy.
1: Yeah. For real. My mom used to have this little necklace of the little master. Oh, I love that. I love that. That reminds me. Um, so I had the opportunity to work at a coffee shop for about three years, and it's the best job I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, I had super, super, like, awesome Christian bosses, and, like, we could talk about God at work. Like, it was just nothing. I've never experienced a job like that. But um, my boss one day had said something, and she said, You never know what stage of the cultivating process you are contributing to, and that's okay if you don't know, you know, and that should kind of encourage you to go ahead and keep cultivating even though you don't get to see the harvest or you don't get to see like the beautiful flower at the end, like a flower starts out as a seed. And if you're planting that seed, you're still contributing to like that beautiful flower at the end. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love that because I'd never heard her say that before. Like you may be the person that waters the seed. You may be the person who cultivates or tills the soil or whatever, but like it all has the same Mm -hmm. end goal and you're still helping that. And it's just, I, ever since then, I just always think about that. Mm -hmm. And I just love that.
0: And it can get frustrating sometimes when you realize, oh, I might not be able to see this, but like Mm -hmm. you might be simply, digging the hole for the seed and you're not going to see any of it. But 10 years down the line, they're they're going to know Christ because you helped them. Mm -hmm. You didn't save them because only God can do that. But you helped them and you guided them along the way. And it's just Mm -hmm. so cool that we're able to be part of that story in any way. And even Mm -hmm. if it's, like, the smallest way possible, it's so cool to be able to do that. And I think evangelism is such a great opportunity to be able to be a part of it. So, like, I definitely encourage you, Abby. Like, I know it's scary. I didn't go to a small group last year because they said we were evangelizing. I was like, oh, I'm sick. (laughs) I wasn't sick. I I thought I would be sick. But I didn't go because it was like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. I can't do that. Like, Mm -hmm. what? And you're going to you're going to make mistakes, but you learn along the way. Like mm-hmm. if we knew how to do everything, we wouldn't need God. Mm-hmm. So exactly. And,
1: no. yeah. <laughs> I need a sticker. This that is,
0: that. <laughs> I think also something that's full circle is I don't even know if Kendall knows this, but I've had Kendall on Snapchat since before freshman year. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, and dang. I – it's been really cool because I've definitely seen that transformation via social media mm-hmm. on your Snapchat. I mean, you always posted stuff, but it's been very consistent and very diligent recently. And mm-hmm. I think that's just been really cool to be able to see from the outside perspective mm-hmm. of, like, wow, like, God is really working in her right now and really taking hold. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <Thank> you so <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> but it's just something that I think is really cool because, like – You can see someone transform transformation, even if you don't really know them, because it goes back to how non-Christians really view Christians and they look at you more than you think. Because they're like, okay, why are they living this way?
2: Yeah.
0: And you're being looked at more. And I say that all the time, but it's so true. Because, I mean, you're a reflection of Christ. You're trying to live how he lives. You're not perfect. You're going to fall mm-hmm. short. You're going to make mistakes. And that's why he you, you know, died on the cross, to forgive us, forgive us of our sins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to mention that because I think that's a really cool for, full circle moment, for me at least, for you sitting here on this podcast. Thank
2: you so much. <laughs> I did not know that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I really am realizing in this moment that, like it's okay not to be perfect and not to be, like, on an agenda because we're getting so much out of, like, these breaks and then, like, oh, something pops in my head and I'm going at it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't Seriously. think those conversations would have been going if it was, like, oh, we need to stay on track. Go like this Go like this. Like, mm-hmm. that's our biggest thing is our thing was almost called unscripted because we, we didn't want to be it scripted. Mm-hmm. Like, we wanted it to be so conversational and so candid Candid. that Mm -hmm. we wanted, we were almost like named it candid conversations because we were like, we just want it to be so candid.
1: They all existed already. It's why we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) All right. But anyways, you're right. You're right. Just no, me. Okay. But, I just have a little idea pop in. Yeah. Um,
3: with the perfection idea, I know that's something that I struggle with, or I still like to, the, to this day, is yeah. you think in growth, like everything's going to be happy, like happy go lucky kind of time. Like mm-hmm. being a Christian's easier. No, it's not. But it's like I want to be the perfect Christian. I'm mm-hmm. never going to be the perfect mm-hmm. Christian. Like that's not happening. Yeah. It never will happen, never has. The only perfect one was Jesus, you know? Right. And so I think that's something that – i've had to work on to grow if you will yeah. grow <laughs> <laughs> but like it's okay to not be perfect like you said like
1: yeah.
3: again like not just checking off a box like okay i can be the christian who reads a bible and reads her bible um <laughs> does prayer time does all this stuff goes to church goes to small group mm-hmm. and i think i said this at SLT the other day if your yeah. heart's not in it if that's not where your heart's at mm-hmm. then oh then what's the point? Like, why are you, why are you doing it in that case scenario? Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I get like I understand God can use some of those moments where like you're unintentionally just reading it to like get it done. But yeah. so you need to be t- say this like 50 times. You just have to be intentional. You have to
0: want to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but
0: intentionality ways. intentionality is you know one of the core things of our faith because if you're not intentional about it where are you going to go yeah have intentionality to be challenged have intentionality to dig in the word have intentionality to be a friend have intentionality to be A, B, C, and D I mean Mm -hmm. you say it all the time but it's literally something we have to have in order to grow in our faith and Mm -hmm. I mean I love bringing (laughs) friends on the podcast because the last time we had friends was um, Megan and Savannah Mm -hmm. and that was beautiful but it's really beautiful to see y'all because I love I love seeing friendships because when you have friendships that are godly oh my god you are to soar and succeed and yeah i mean i can see you about to say something because i mean (laughs) i mean i'm serious like emily's not here too and lily's been a huge inspiration in my life too but emily girl if she knew how much she could speak on god's reflection and who she is i mean it is just insane the way Mm -hmm. she's helped me and my my faith and how i've grown like having those godly friendships is like
1: crucial yeah Yeah. that's what i was looking for
3: yeah Mm -hmm. but but like with the godly friendships until i came to western i was never like i never had like i was around christian Mm -hmm. people like i went to a christian Mm -hmm. school but i never had that friend who was like godly and actually wanted to Mm -hmm. learn more and be not a good christian but like be strong in their faith and want to follow the lord until we met kendall (laughs) and then like I don't know, like especially this past year, I've seen her grow, like you said, you've seen her grow, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've grown so much because she encourages me to get uncomfortable. Because again, like I think I mentioned this earlier, I was not about to get into a small group, and then was like, "Hey Abby, like I just found a small group. It's gonna be fun. It's with this girl. Her name's also Abby. You should join it." <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Like I'll do that. Um, I don't really want to, but I'm gonna show up anyway. It was the best decision that I had Aww. ever made. And then Abby mentioned S L T, and I was like, mm, "Don't really want to do it." Kendra's like, mm, "I think we should do this." I'm like. Mm, <laughs> yeah. And then I did it, and it, I've met so many people through it. Like, yeah. Being yes. able to have just like a Christian community, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just like getting uncomfortable. You have to find someone who makes you uncomfortable,
2: mm-hmm. but in
3: terms of growing in the Lord. Which yeah. kindles that person. Oh my gosh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel Shout that. out. I feel <laughs> that.
0: That is so Emily for me because mm-hmm. she'll ask me things or do things, and I'm like, whoo, oh, I'm so uncomfortable right now. But mm-hmm. the way she helps me grow is insane. Like, you mm-hmm. have to have those people yeah. in your life that even if they're not challenging you, that support you and lead you to the Lord and not away from the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just so hard to sometimes find that when you do, it's like, you want to like latch on and like hold it for forever because they're a reflection of Christ and you want to be that too.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's actually a problem I have like right now is I've been pushing all my other friends away because I've made so many godly friends that I'm like, Oh, I don't need those influences anymore. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I feel like I still need to keep them around in order to like, be a witness to them. yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I have Abby. She's a great godly person. Yeah. Like, where am I supposed... <laughs> like, Ew. I don't want to hang out with other people. And then, yeah. like, meeting more people in a small group and, like, in SLT, like, it's been hard for me to, like, not push people <laughs> No, I, I, think
0: it, I think it definitely can be easy mm-hmm. to push people away because mm-hmm. then you get in this like, oh, I'm so happy, I'm on fire, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes it can bring you down, not in a yeah. bad way, but it yeah. can just like set you in a different mindset. And I think it's so, so, so important to keep those friends in your life because there was a saying we said, uh, one of our re- or, like our early podcasts where you might be the only Bible that someone ever reads. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think that's so crucial in your like position too because you might be the only form of God that they ever see. Mm-hmm. And by being that light in their life, Oh, it's so important because 10 years down the road, they might think of this friendship and be like, What was that about? And yeah. maybe go, That mustard seed, it's all about that mustard yeah. seed. Mm-hmm. By you having that friendship and by you showing what a friend is in a godly way, mm-hmm. that's you creating that mustard seed. Mm-hmm. And it can be hard to, like, you know, stay in touch and, like, keep close, but, like, Oh, it's so important to do Yeah. That.
1: Mm-hmm. And even, like, just like you said, Addis- Addison. What's <laughs> 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 your <her> name? <laughs> But even as Addison was saying, like her being able to just see you transform and and you guys weren't even super close friends, like those friends see that, too. And they're Mm -hmm. like, why is she different? Like, I want to be like that, too. Like, she seems happier now. Like, and even that plants a seed without even talking to them. So, like, even that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm hmm. A last verse
0: I have is Colossians 1, 9 through 10. It says, For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God. And I bring this up because I feel like I know for me at least that... I've had someone that I prayed for for forever about, you know, just finding God and finding that Christianity. And do you... And if you don't know, it's okay. Do you guys know of anyone that might have been praying for you, for, like, you to be in this season of your faith?
3: Not off the top of my head, no. Me but either. I, I kind of relate to the idea of, like, praying... Like, you have that one person in mind that you're
1: mm-hmm. like,
2: mm, we got to pray for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's
2: cool to, like, see that person, like, start, like, asking questions.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: And, like... <gasps>
3: Someone.
2: But yeah, like I had a friend and like when I first met her, she was an atheist, but like she's begun like asking questions about God and she now it says she's agnostic. Mm. But she's still asking questions, and that's what wow. I think is really cool.
1: That's crazy. But that's awesome, though. That like, <laughs> that does not happen a lot. No, no. no. And Mm-mm. I think it's
0: so beautiful when it does. I know. Like, it's probably Ooh. one of the most beautiful things ever. Wow. I just asked that question because I know all of us probably have at least one person that you continue praying for. And I think yeah. even the listener, listeners probably do, too. And I think it can get so discouraging when you're just praying and praying, and you feel like, God's not doing anything, mm-hmm. but he is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so it's so evident that he is. And it might be the small things, and I'm going to relate back to Master C because it's said 500 mm-hmm. times. <laughs> but it really is like i mean he is working even though it seems like he's doing nothing and you might have been praying for 10 years or five years or a month i mean just continue praying don't lose faith always pray because it will happen and if it doesn't happen now it might happen in mustard seeds but it will happen eventually
3: mm-hmm. And then, like we were singing waymaker in church mm-hmm. today even when you don't see him he's moving yeah mm-hmm.
0: very true and it's kind of like I've
3: said this 50 times like this week so I've almost <laughs> heard this like 20 times but it's like the sunset and the sunrise the sunsets you're in a time of darkness you don't see that the mm-hmm. sun's moving but that doesn't mean the sun's not completing its rotation around mm-hmm. like the sun. Like, around <laughs> oh, the sun sets that. you go in a period of darkness and it's yeah. just like you may not see it's happening but the yeah. sun is still going around the earth or the earth's going around the sun whatever I don't know science. <laughs> Same. <laughs> either. <laughs> nope. The sun's still moving and in the morning you're going to see the sunrise and you're going to see the glory mm-hmm. out of that darkness. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. That reminds me of a something I saw on Instagram. It's just like a really awesome quote, but it's nothing in nature blooms all year. <gasps> that's wow. awesome. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's true. Like we go through season of winter, all the stuff dies mm-hmm. and then it all blooms again in the spring. And I was like, oh my gosh, that happens with us yeah. too. And yeah. I mean, it even goes back to that
0: Instagram story I saw where it was like, um, how can you Believe in wind, but you can't believe in God, mm-hmm. because even when you yes. can't see the wind, the wind's working. So even mm-hmm. when you see you can't see God, God's working. Mm-hmm. It works in the same way, mm-hmm. um, and it's the faith. You have to have the faith to believe that He is working. Exactly, and it's hard to have sometimes because like when the sun sets, when you're in that dark place, mm-hmm. dude, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's like hard to get out of that dark place. But I I read or I heard from a friend that. When you're in that dark place, it feels like God's not there, but he is. He's just holding your hand. And I mean, it's very, I think that's very real. Like, you can't, yeah. you sometimes can't feel it, but he's there. Mm-hmm. He's there. It's,
3: like, have you ever seen the, like, I think I saw it on Facebook or something. Like, my mom likes to post them all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're walking in the sand with God and you see two sets of, two sets of footprints mm-hmm. and then you're walking and then all of a sudden there's just one set and you're like, God, where are you? Like, what's yeah. going on, mm-hmm. man? Yeah. And it's not your footsteps because he's carrying you. It.
0: It's his mm-hmm. footsteps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love love that runner. yeah mm-hmm. I love that I love that so much mm-hmm. and I think on the topic of growth I think it's really important to remember that it's a walk you can't get there you can't get to the destination which is heaven quick it's mm-hmm. a process it's steady it's yeah. not going to be something that oh you can snap your fingers and you're there mm-hmm. and it's going to be learning a trial and error process as well you're going to learn things you're going to lose things you're going to do all types of things as you go mm-hmm. but don't ever try to let it goes so fast that it goes away in a blink of an eye because it's there's so much beauty in the gaps of the mm-hmm. walk if that makes sense I love
2: awesome. that <laughs> <laughs> For real. to close this out what has helped you most to grow spiritually I think my small group has actually helped me the most that's awesome because I've never really been able to like read the bible and been able to like take apart pieces of scripture and like really know what it means but like our small group leader and like Abby, since she went to like a Bible or Bible school, <laughs> <laughs> same difference. Same yeah. I went to a private school too. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but since she like went to a Christian school, she had Bible classes like every year. So like Abby, is girl, is so knowledgeable about like the Bible, and so there you go. <laughs> yeah. And so it's so cool to like hear her like say like what each p- piece of scripture means and like hear how like Abby sees it and then like I'm like oh my gosh I never saw this before and it's really cool that's awesome, that's yeah. awesome.
3: Again, building on that small group being an SLT be- I think the biggest thing is being around other Christians and like having yeah. that mm-hmm. as like your core friendship because yep. uh, like you have to have like yeah we need to be friends with non-Christians too mm-hmm. but I think at the center of it you need to have like that core of Yeah, people. absolutely. Yeah. your core friends are the people who are relying on God so that you can lean on them and mm-hmm. lean on God all together yeah. Yeah. it's like being around other Christians, because growing up, like yes, I was in a Christian school, but that doesn't necessarily mean everyone's a Christian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was leaning on the wrong people, and it started leading me away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So having this group of this strong group of Christians here at the bridge and at West in Calloway, all this sort of stuff, just having that group of people,
2: yeah, has mm-hmm. sort of
3: boosted me up and helped me grow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think also going to a Christian school, you're surrounded by people who might be living their parents' faith. Yes. Yeah. And it's a big thing between having your parents' faith and having your own faith mm-hmm. because when you have your parents' faith, sometimes you're going to rely more on the world than actually God because it's like kind of shoved down your throat sometimes and it's like, I don't want to do this. I'm going to rebel. So then you're leaning on worldly things rather than his, his ways. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Lastly, what would you say to a struggling Christian who wants to grow in their faith but doesn't know how?
3: I think the biggest step is like it's so difficult to ask for help but just getting out there and asking for help because mm-hmm. I know, like again, I was not in the greatest place back in the day, but we're, we're better now, we're doing great. But like, just taking that step and being like, okay, I understand something's not right, I can't do this on my own. Yeah. Being able to mm-hmm. reach out to someone and be like, hey, I need help, tell me what to do. I yeah. think even just reaching out to someone in your church especially, just yeah. know that you're struggling, accept the fact that you're struggling. It just, it's okay to reach out for help.
1: Mm-hmm. It
3: doesn't mean you're weak, it just means you're strong for recognizing that you have an issue and that you want to fix it.
1: Exactly, yeah. Yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And I'm so excited to see how this um, podcast works in people's lives and just how the words that you produced um, just speak to those who are in need of growth and wanting to learn how to grow in their face. So thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> You're the best. <laughs> Sadly, Emily not here to do the intro, but we will be doing it from here on out. To start us off, we're going to ask Kendall what her flavor of the week is.
2: My Flavor of the Week is Nothing More Than You by Corey Asbury. Mm-hmm.
1: Ooh. I'm going nice. to listen to that. <laughs> yeah.
2: What about you, Abby? Mine is
3: Springtime by Chris Renzema.
1: Ooh. Also going to have to listen that. That's Good. awesome. She, it slaps. I recommend it. <laughs> it slaps. <laughs> that's awesome. What about you, Lily? So, mine this week is kind of different because it's more of like an experience, Um, but so... I think we mentioned on the last podcast, that I just got a new job and I have to commute about 45 minutes away. So I have my awesome, amazing friend, Eileen, take care of my puppy Mac for me. And she has just been so amazing this past week. And she has taken care of like everything at my apartment, like not only taking care of Mac, but she has like folded my clothes. She has cleaned my room. She has left me cute little notes on my mirror and stuff and, like, she is just, I don't know, she's just gone above and beyond and I get home super late from my shifts and, like, it's just so sweet to just come home and just see all the stuff that she's done and, like, she honestly is just, like, showing me love of Jesus and she doesn't even, like, know. Like, it's just effortless to her and she's just an angel and I love her. So, what about you, Addison? First of all, we love Eileen. Love Eileen. (laughs) Um, Mine is a we mentioned it in the
0: podcast it is hebrews 6 1 and i'll read it again in case you forgot Um, it's therefore let us move beyond the elementary teachings about christ to be taken forward to maturity not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts that lead to death and of faith in god Um, i just really like this because it's been something that i've been like reading for a while and Mm -hmm. it kind of spoke a different interpretation to me this time so i think that's my Mm -hmm. flavor of the week that's all for us this week and we can't wait to be back next week bye bye guys (laughs)